How you doing? Fantastic. Fantastic. I hope you have a good day. Hope you have a better week. Mm, I hope your month is full of successful days and a lot of great ventures. I hope you just come up, brother. I hope your whole fucking year is spectacular. Oh, you hope my year is spectacular? Yeah. You got something you want to say? You got something you want to say? What up, family? It's your boy, Amaru, and we have made it. We are here. We are at the end of our second annual character tournament, however you want to call it. Uh, we've been going through a, a bracket full of our favorite action hero uh, characters, and we are finally at the end. Um, we got all our finalists, and last week um, we had a, a wild card round to get two more people uh, as either second chance finishers or wild cards to join the final four. John Wick and John McClane came in to join our 80s winner, Dutch, our 90s winner, Sarah Connor, our 2000s winner, uh, Beatrix Kiddo, a.k.a. The Bride, and our 2010s winner, uh, Ethan Hunt, to have our final six, our final six, epically hard to decide which one's got to stay uh, finale for our one action hero tournament. But that's not really the main reason you're here. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. But I'm here for these beautiful beautiful people uh back after a week hiatus matt uh came in for her last week she's back to being uh white and from boston no longer black and from cleveland uh that would be one page for betty page how you doing oh man it's so lovely to be back finally moved into my new place so i can use my i mean my same setup but i'm ready to do this I was gonna say that they had to had to get the move in. I'm glad that that's over. Uh, thank you for being here. Uh, but on the other side of you, with by far the coolest uh, thing in the background that I always ask, what in the world is that? It looks cool as hell. Uh, but uh, back again. He was on the first show of the year, and now he's back. One, Mr. Andy uh, Merriweather from Settle the Score. Andy, how are you feeling, sir? I'm good, thank you. It's uh, it's pretty late here, so any uh, any fact checking that is needed on my end is purely down to the time zone issue. Uh, but I'm excited. I saw the lineup today, and uh, not only am I the who the hell is that guy part of this panel, but also the uh, I feel like aren't these the the elite of of kind of movie debate? Um, so anyway, I'm happy to be here <clears throat> as the other half of. Settle the score. I did watch Matt Nost uh, in the 2010s version. That's what he was on, right? Yes. Uh, and yeah, so it's 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 you know I'm, I'm proud of the fact that the show is being represented in that way. And uh, yeah, I'm happy to get into it. The sooner the better, really. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Thank, thank you for coming on. I, I will say he he talks everybody else up, and he absolutely murdered the uh, composers one we had at the beginning of the year. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a note or two coming in from the piano. Just find a way to get that in. Find a way. <laughs> to, to be fair, the as Matt pointed out, I had a huge advantage in the score one because I was able to play the scores that I cared about and then not play the ones that I was dismissing. <laughs> uh, in this yeah. one, I'm not. I'm not 
entirely certain how the piano is going to help me, uh, you know, sort of affirm my list. But we'll see how I get on. You just use it to drown out your opponents. That's true. What did you You're say? Playing them off stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, under him, we had his uh, other half at the beginning of the tournament, so now he is ending it. Uh, one, the dangerous, the box office guru himself, one, Mr. Dan Merle. Dan, thank you so much uh, for coming on. Our uh, CEO, Nick, um, basically said, if we don't get Dan Merle on before the end of the year, you're fired. So thank you for saving my job. I appreciate it. I had no idea those were the stakes, or I would have said <laughs> yes sooner. I'm sorry. I did not realize your job was on the line. It wasn't, but I, I just say he's very happy uh, that you were on. I am very happy that you were on. How are you feeling about uh, what's what's in front of you? I mean, th these wonderful six people are the, the six people that we have to choose from. I mean, uh, they're both a great group. Uh, either way you cut it. Either way you cut it, it is. Uh, so I, I appreciate you being here. Uh, next to you, she has become a regular. Uh, I always love when uh, she is on. I'll tell you, the last time she was on, it was the most animated I'd seen her. So I hope <laughs> it comes right back because, yes, she does debate her behind off. Uh, Janine Bryce, Janine the Machine, how are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me back. This was so tough. So this is going to be a fun one. I'm really excited to see what everyone else uh, uh, picked. So. Let's go. Yeah. Um, and last but not least, he was uh, on the finale of the Geek One last year. Uh, so I had to bring him back again. Or he just uh, is a, a nice enough to just say yes when I ask. So I appreciate it. Uh, we had to have a usual suspects reunion. We had Frankie last week. So we, we finished it off here. One, the glorious one. Sam well, hello. Sam, Thank you. you? I'm, so, I'm so happy to be here. I'm wonderful. At least, it's, at least, it's movies like you really like this time. Uh, yeah, no, uh, these are very fun, enjoyable movies. Is Sam in any of these movies that we should know about? Because that could wager uh, his decisions. I feel like I don't think so. Okay, I don't I don't think so. I don't believe so either. But it's all right. Uh, but yeah, uh, as as Andy said, the sooner the better. So let's get let's just get it started. And I'm gonna kick this one off. I'm gonna go with my number four. Uh, you all said it. This is a very hard list. It is. It is uh, a finale for a reason. Uh, and I'm just gonna say I gotta rip the bandaid off. I'm not happy I put this person here, but based on what I've done before and and the way I have it, I had to put John McClane at number four. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I absolutely starting off with a miserable failure. All right, go ahead. It, it is a visible <laughs> failure in my heart. It is absolutely like he is one of the most charismatic, one of the just best. I I, I tend to lean towards action comedy a little bit or more of the like regular guy. And he is the epitome of the regular guy. Uh, but with, with, with him compared to who I have in front, it really was just – and it's going to be weird to say it's cool factor – and I don't know how you I don't know how you beat cool factor for John McClain, but there's just the people in front have something just a tad bit more to me. Well, um, they're all like fictional cool. He's like real world cool. I, I, I guess. Yes. yes, he is real. He's down to earth. He stepped yeah. up to the plate. Yeah, I, no, I, you, I have, you, you booted it. You booted it. I, I did. I did. I'm so sorry. I am very, very sorry about that. But I, I had no other choice. I, I really, 
Is anybody else here with me? Is anybody else? I'm with you. I, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, yes. I'm not, I'm gonna, like, I'm not gonna hang, swing in the wind like you are, like, like, like a just a like a pair of trousers hanging in the breeze. No, I, I <laughs> listen. This is a very difficult job that we have to do here, and I'm not gonna give away my rankings, but I will say I also found some separation points when it came to John McClane. So I'm, I'm not gonna let them take you to task for this completely because uh, this is this is a tough job. It's a tough job. Six great folks to talk about here. And so, uh, you know, I think that, that there's a case to be made here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Thank you. Thank you for not leaving me out to dry. I, I appreciate it. Um, but I'm going to I'm going to just let you continue you so you can like, like, just take the brunt of what's going on. Who is your number four? Uh, I mean, yes, yeah, so everybody can get mad at me. Um, like I said, I, I would have advocated for any of these six, probably, if I were in those particular brackets. Uh, mm-hmm. But now that we are in the winner's bracket, you have to sort of uh, find those separation points. So my fourth choice was uh, The Bride, uh, Beatrix the Bride Kiddo. Wow. She is a wonderful character. I love both of those movies. Like I say, it, it really comes down to uh, to small things. And so, you know, I have to say with her, looking at the totality of all the different factors I was trying to parse through, cinematic number of movies, how much I like the movies, the actions that were taken in those movies, character motivation, all of it, uh, I had to, somebody had to end up in fourth place. So as much as I love uh, this this creation of Q and U, um, which is a great credit at the end of the movie, I had to put the bride forth only because it was hard for me to put her ahead of the three that are on my list at one, two, and three. That seems to be like, what's going to be the running thing here. Um, uh, though I know everybody's list and I am just like the, the, the amount of variety here. I don't. Okay, sure. I, I'm not understanding some of the, these choices, but you know what? It's fine. It's, it's what you pick. And I guess for Beatrix, it is, she does only have one, one really, really long movie. So Compared to others, I don't know. Does, does well, anybody- one he says really it's one. So movie, that's amazing. And you know what, guys? Whatever. I'm just gonna send her over and have her do that five point palm exploding heart technique on you guys because mm-hmm. you guys. Well, I'll never, I'll never get out of my chair. So you know, I win. I'll there just you go. never <laughs> walk. I'll just sit in my wow. chair for the forever. <laughs> does Does anybody else have uh, the bride at number four? No, because we're not crazy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, uh, so Paige, you know what? You, your turn then. Your turn. You keep it going. You you tell us who you have at number four. All right. Well, this might be a hot take, but I do love this person. But I'm going with Sarah Connor. You I saved got- her last time. What are you I doing? Know, but the, I, this list is hard, okay? And when it came down to it for me, I looked at it as in the first film. She's not the he- like. Well, I mean, she is a, a hero, but she's not the action hero in the first film. And I guess that was my takeaway from it, that she, in the second film she is, and then in Dark Fate she is. But to me, she has the help of this robot dude, and she just uses a lot of big machine guns. Like, I, I need to see some more crazy stuff besides those uh, amazing guns she has on her biceps, but... She's kind of complicated-ish, I, but I did talk a lot of mess about her last episode. I thought she was just kind did. Of out of her mind. Um, I mean, so. she is, but in a good way. But at the same time, not in a good way. So, action hero, 
she's got the action. She did help, well, someone helped her save the world. So she wasn't the one doing it all on her own, so. Does uh, anybody else have uh, Sarah Connor at number four? I do as well. Hey, and it's not, not this is women on women crime here. <laughs> I literally wear a Sarah Connor shirt right now. I love her. But like she kind of needed a lot of help. Like I don't think she would have been able to do what she needed mm -hmm. to do without some help. So I feel like there are some other action heroes on this list that kind of did it for the most part on their own. And so because she needed help, because she also kind of buckles under the fear that she has and resentment that she has, it gets in her way sometimes. It needs to be talked off ledges at moments. Um, but I do put her at four also in the positive bracket because I think to me, instead of cool factor, for me, it's cooler that she doesn't have all this crazy training. She had to get herself there. She had to train herself to be this badass. And even we see it at the end of the first movie when she's kind of telling Kyle Reese, you know, get up soldier. And that we're seeing the beginning stages of her becoming this badass person. So yeah, I think it's just because she needed a lot of help and because she kind of lets her emotions get in the way of what she needs to do and kind of needs somebody to talk her down. Uh, that's why I put her at four. What she said. What she said. That pull-up scene, though, one of my favorite action hero intro scenes in Terminator 2, the first time when we see her, yes. she's yeah. you know, on the bed. It's like, yes. Like, it's a, yeah. Oh, that, that stare with the doctor. She's like, good yeah. morning, Dr. Silverman. Oh, that's so great. Mm -hmm. now, are we only that's counting Linda Hamilton? Because she was going a little crazy. But... We are calling, we are we are counting right. all of the characters, so that would also right. include one Miss Amelia Clark, uh, who is, is, is oh. coming, a lot of action. I don't know, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when did that happen? Did that even happen? Never, mind. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind, we, we're only including Linda Hamilton. She's the only uh, Sarah Connor that ever exists. Um, unless, who played her in Sarah Connor Le Chronicles? Lena Headey. Oh, she counts. She counts. Wow, I did TV. not know. Yeah. Yeah. Not to be confused with Lena Headley. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, but you know what, Sam? Keep it going, though. That's it's on you, sir. All it right, is, here your we turn. go. Now, uh, a few themes have come up so far, explaining how, what basis we used to create our rankings. Janine's already said it. You've already said it. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna say my number four was Ethan Hunt. Oh my God! For not for not dissimilar reasons. Ethan Hunt is only as good as his team helps him to be. Ethan Hunt's great on his own, but does he save the world on his own? He does not. But does he attach himself to airplanes by himself? Yes. Does he jump I, off this by himself? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sure, who, him him who gave him the sticky hands? He's got <laughs> through. How would he have gotten in that door without Benji? He's got the, you know, IMF. <laughs> Backing him up with tools and yeah, stuff. That's fair. He's—I'm not saying he's not great. He's Ethan, not five or six. I'm Ethan, just saying. Uh, Ethan's consideration and care for his team are the reason he's not my number four. In fact, is a positive for me. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I will <laughs> say, yeah. I—I'm not going to say where he is, but he was not my number four either. Uh, the team thing, I did think about. However, uh, scale was also a consideration for me. And so that's what perhaps kept him out of the number four spot. Uh, but yes, the team thing is definitely 
a consideration. So I, I, I see the thinking there, but uh, I, I do think perhaps you're underrating him just a bit. Yes, and his stakes are always a bit higher than everyone else's on this list. I think he always ends up with the highest stakes of what he needs to accomplish. Zero gratitude. Don't get me wrong. I love the Mission Impossible movies. I think you're too much funny wine over there. I'm just saying a legitimate (laughs) conversation could be had. Hey, who's your favorite person on uh, Ethan's IMF team? And it might not be Ethan. It might not be him. Oh, but you'd have to put you'd have to you'd have to call it Ethan's team, I guess is the point. Exactly. Oh fine. Okay, who's your favorite like person in Oceans Eleven? Is it Danny? <laughs> just because your name's in the title, just because it's called Dave Matthews Band doesn't mean there's not other guys in it, Andy. I'm not saying there's not other people in it, but can you name those other guys? Yeah, say, can you name anybody else in it? Boyd someone. I think he's the guy that plays the fiddle. Uh, and then the rest of the band and Dave Matthews. Yeah. <laughs> His name is Dave Jr. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, well, Andy, you're the last one, last one up for your number fours, and, and I, I'm, I'm guessing you don't have Ethan. Uh, so, who do you have as your number four? Well, my my list is not for me. When I looked at the list and started figuring out where everyone would go, it wasn't this smooth gradient from six to one. Mine has a definitive line right through the middle. The bottom three I care less about, and that is with the caveat of obviously these are all great and whatever, and I don't need to justify myself because they're not real, not going to come for me. But they, the bottom three I care less about. The top three I care more about. And in those threes, it was about then figuring out where they are placed. And then it came down to criteria. And of the bottom three, which obviously we'll get to in full, the one that topped the bottom three on, on purely on one basis alone of those bottom three was Dutch. And basically he's in, he's the top of the three that I care less about than the top three. What the hell was Some anyway. ghost doesn't so like your train. I just moved by literally right behind me is a train station. I apologize. I get didn't like your answer, Andy. Tom Cruise is driving a train uh, through Sam's house. Right <laughs> yes, he is. I'm you out for your nonsense for putting Dutch yeah, at Keep watching. You'll see Ethan Hunt running. Yeah. yeah. Right yeah. behind. The other day. So, yeah, so I guess the, the, the reason Dutch is the highest of the, the bottom three, the positive, is that in terms of the criteria, the main criteria, which is one has to stay, there's a part of me somewhere here, a tiny, tiny piece that would be intrigued by seeing Dutch again, maybe, as, uh, as opposed to the other two that are below him. But the reason he's in the bottom three are that he didn't fit the other criteria. And one of the criteria that he didn't fit was vulnerability on show. So I don't think Dutch shows off enough vulnerability compared to the top three. And that, like, if you look up the, you know, Dutch or Predator or whatever, this, that meme, the the photo of the the arms like this, I think, I always think about this, that when I, when that comes up, is that the, uh, (laughs) the framing of that being just on the biceps is because there is a tether, like a, a, not a scientific or, you know, biological tether. It's some mentality that guys can't tense their muscles and not look. So every guy that's ever lifted his bicep has looked at it. He's had to make sure that the bicep's actually there, right? So off screen, outside of that framing. Yeah, there you go. You can still glance. But 
off screen, just outside of that frame, are two guys just looking down with their puckered lips, admiring their own bicep. And I think that ruins that moment. Uh, so yeah, just a little, it's just, there's part of me that would be intrigued to see Dutch again, but that slips him to up to four, basically, from how much I, I give a damn, which is very little. But um, isn't he the only one that has killed an alien? I, I, I don't have that as part of my criteria. I think so. Isn't, I, I don't uh, care. Yeah, I, I don't care either, but I will never look at that scene the same way ever again. Wait, I thought the uh, Predator was from Cleveland. <laughs> he could have been. Original. I mean, Cle- Original. Originally, Originally, I, I, mean, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Yeah. Would not Somewhere be surprised Lake, at all. The Lake Erie area? Lake Erie adjacent? <laughs> I always thought, I got to rewatch those movies, I guess. Something like that. Something like that. Uh, but yeah, that, that scene is now uh, forever. I'm going to be looking at the side and saying, are they looking at their arms or at each other uh, from here on out? Uh, but uh, quick recap of, of our uh, number fours. So uh, I uh, got rid of John McClane uh, for I'm sorry. Uh, Dan got rid of the bride. Sam did a thing uh, and got rid of Ethan. Paige and Janine got rid of Sarah Connor and uh, Andy got rid of Dutch uh, at number four. Uh, so we're going to keep this train moving uh, and we're going to go over to Janine. Janine, who's your three? So my three is actually Dutch. We're just going to keep um, pouring it on this man. <laughs> yes. I mean, I love the combination of brains and brawn with him having to like study the predator and figure out how to defeat it. Um, but ultimately, again, I, I took into account the stakes. All of these other people kind of have some stakes. He's just on his own trying to protect himself, whereas we have some other people who were trying to protect others, save others. So it was very kind of a singular um, action situation for him. So that's the only thing that really put him not higher up on my list was the fact that we have other people who really were out to save more people and he was just kind of trying to survive um i'll say this um i'm I'm a little surprised he's here uh for my own personal reasons um that will be like known a little bit later but what about everybody else did anybody else have dutch at number three Janine, I think you and I might have like the same list or like the same <laughs> ideas going into this because I do mm-hmm. it as well. And it's kind of like what you said. I mean, also, though, he is the only one that has killed an alien. And he did kill, I mean, he didn't kill the alien to save like humanity. But in the end, if he didn't do that, didn't, then maybe who yeah. knows what could have happened. <laughs> But at the end of the two, I put him at number three because he only, granted, he only has one film. And I think maybe if he was in uh, more within the franchise, he would possibly be a little bit higher. But due to that one t- being only in one film, that's why he's granted where he is. Yeah. And also, everyone has some kind of idea of what they're up against. He does not. So for him to have to step into that situation and figure it out, um, I think that that speaks to you know I mean, he his eventually ability figures to... out what he's up against no i mean it, it takes some time i don't think anyone else has to face off against an alien i mean so let's um, let's say that <clears throat> i mean he's not over here getting a dossier telling him all about the alien sure you know, but making the... it that much easier for him to defeat but it. if his mission <laughs> if his mission failed what you know to not mission if his goal of you know killing this uh, alien predator fails what do you think that predator is going to do? 
He's going to get in his little ship. He's just going to go hunt some more. It's not like he had a political agenda. <laughs> you never know, man. You we don't, don't know that. that. I mean, they didn't have they're just, they spoke. So we didn't know what those predators were saying to us. Those if guys are the big game hunters, hunters of the universe. That's all. <laughs> uh, Paige, this inevitably happens uh, once a, a, a show, and I run with it. But you sure you want to check your list again? Oh no. Yeah, because it happens to everyone. So that's not really your three, but but it's okay. I'm gonna let you run with it because it happens every single You're time. Right, that's hilarious. I did not Let me check that real quick. Um oh. but we know where Dutch kinda might be. Uh but that's yeah. all right because you, we know you didn't save them. But we'll we'll save your actual that's number hilarious. a little later. It's okay. Guys, okay. I'm tired. Just throwing that out there. Maybe I just like Janine's tactics. So I was like, yeah. I wouldn't agree with whatever oh, she says. I appreciate Did you hear that, Andy? She's tired. She's <laughs> a little late for her. Just, Listen just up, guys. Little... 8.32. My bedtime is in 28 minutes. Just I mean, throwing Paige, how I don't know how you could have. Uh... that baby? <laughs> I got a train going uh... by here at 5.55 every morning, Okay. <laughs> I don't know how you could have mixed up telling people what your fourth person gone at number three going second was, Paige. It's exactly. a very clear system. Exactly. It's so clear. So very, very clear. Your fourth uh, one gone at number three. Well, if no clear winner yes. emerges, a two-man sack race will be held on the second <laughs> Sunday. No, I just like exactly. what Janine was saying. So there's that. Jumped on it. Okay. Uh, and a quick behind the scenes. I think at least uh, – Three times a week, this happens in the bite-sized breakdown chat. These two words. Every time. Just for one reason or another. Uh, uh, Dan is also gonna uh, behind the scenes at how complicated it is every time I send people like the, the criteria about, I really hope they get this. Uh, so Dan, I hope you got it because uh, your number three uh, is up, sir. All right. I think I'm giving you my number three. Um, very Maybe I'll agree with what you say this time. <laughs> very similar to Paige and Janine, uh, as far as ranking goes. My number three, as in my fourth one gone, yes. was uh, Sarah Connor. Uh, again, yes, it it, it's a game of inches here when you're getting into the top three. Um, there was a little bit of a, uh, a length of franchise and quality of franchise consideration. Um, although she was thankfully, because I don't acknowledge Amelia Clark having played Sarah Connor. Um, I did not, I did not dislike uh, Terminator Dark Fate. I did not think that it measured up to Terminator 2 in any meaningful way, but I did not dislike yes. that movie necessarily. One of the better sequels, for sure. One of the better <laughs> sequels. I mean, that's faint praise, but one of the better sequels. Um, so I, you know, it, but, but it's very Terminator 2 heavy. As far as action hero stuff, it is very Terminator 2 heavy, and she's great in that movie. I just think when I was looking at the overall resume of everybody else, I I, I couldn't put her any higher uh, than number three. Uh, having said that, though, I mean, you know, the, the such a the complication with her, she is she is so complicated versus some of the other people that are even on this list, just as far as her motivations and her psyche and what she's fighting for, and you know. The, the whole should I kill this guy for the greater good and and uh, you know she basically gives up her entire life uh, to save the world and um, I think she should have I think Terminator 2 should have been it but that's a whole other conversation um, but yeah so again 
no slam on Sarah Connor here. It was just looking at the full resume. I couldn't put her higher than three, but uh, respect to Linda Hamilton and that character because they're both action movie icons. Yes. Yes. Uh, Does anybody else have Sarah Connor at their number three? Oh, somebody in your door? Yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> I was still knocking on someone's door. I was like, "That's ominous." There was a moment there when people, if people watch this on a replay, where I, uh, I realized my right hand wasn't in the right place, and I wanted to keep looking at camera and like being cool, and I had to go, "Oh shit!" Like that. <laughs> yes, I, I also have Sarah Connor. So this is the bottom of my top three that I talked about. Um, it was very tough because I have a lot of affection for Sarah Connor and I guess there are just reasons why she fell to three. So like we've talked about, there are other people that played her and not as well. Obviously Linda Hamilton will be synonymous with Sarah Connor for me, but, um, it just came down for like, you know, just descending into the particulars. She had sex with someone who was born in 2002. I think that's creepy. (laughs) Um, she's a bad mother. (laughs) Uh, yeah, um, yeah, but bad mother, kind of crazy. Uh, I do like the fact that she breathes up into her hair for effect, but yeah, I, I, I do love Sarah Connor, but I don't have as an affection for Dutch, and she's got a metal one looking after her, so I, it just doesn't, it just slips, but it's still like on another list, she's number one. That's how we're, that's where we're at here. Literally, that's that's exactly how she got here. She was number one on the other list to, to, to get up here. Um, uh, so if, if nobody else says that at number three, um, we'll go back to Sam. Sam, uh, oh, you're, you're number, my three, number three. Sir. Yes. All right. Controversial. John Wick. Mm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And no controversial because this is actually my number three too. Oh, I all right. Wait, this time, guys. This so is my. You already know this. Look, here's the thing. John Wick is undoubtedly a killing machine, but he relies heavily on guns, <laughs> and those guns have to be supplied to him by Lawrence Fishburne. And he relies, here's the thing for me that, that kept him, couldn't get him any higher than three. And I love John Wick. I love the movies. I think he is an absolute badass of a character. And especially given that his original motivation is to avenge the killing of his precious pet. I'm on board with that 100%. Mm-hmm. However, in his universe, he has the Continental. Can you imagine if in the middle of Predator, Dutch was like, just give me a second, Mr. Predator. I'm going to go recharge at the Continental. Can we get a quick <clears throat> quick timeout? I'm just going to go recharge my batteries, get some better equipment. Like when they cut the camera in Bear Grylls. <laughs> yes. Yep. He's yes. Yeah. He's like, going to go put his suit his bulletproof suit on real quick like the continental as great a cinematic element and backstory as it is where it's like oh no this is a safe zone there is no killing on the continental grounds you can have total peace of mind here what action star gets total peace of mind at any point in the adventure we are watching them on and again because I love the character, that's why he got ranked as high as he did, in spite of the sanctity and safety of the Continental being offered to him. Mm-hmm. Scene. You gotta, you gotta admit though, the Continental is still cool as shit. Uh, it's Paige, a great concept. Great concept. Uh, Paige, you also had uh, John Wick at number three. 
Let me double check. Yes, I definitely did. So don't get me wrong. Like now being number three on this list is like great because these ta- like six people that we're talking about today are deserve to be where they are in this ranking. Um, but yeah, for me, it just went down to action hero, and he's only like he's who is he saving besides himself he's doing all of this just to save his own ass he's not a hero like he's an action dude but he's not really a hero per se but i mean yeah that's where i fall with that one like he is badass like he could probably beat majority of the people on this list besides sarah connor and the bride but um that's half the people on this list though yeah, yeah, and I, I think you're right on that. Like people probably forget because we've never seen it, but like before he retired and got out, John Wick was in fact a gun for hire, a paid hitman. Yeah. So yeah, he, he definitely was. killed a lot of yeah. innocents. <clears throat> so exactly, he, he wasn't saving the day; he was doing the killing. So yes. yes. But in the movies, in the movies, he was saving the day. Uh, I'm the last one here, so I may or may not. I have John Wick at number three as well. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I was going very hard for him uh, on the on the last two weeks because he was in 2010s and he was in uh, the the second chance bracket. But here, so Keanu Reeves, coolest shit. I think John Wick saying like 30 words in four movies is coolest shit. Swords shot fire breathing shotguns dogs nunchucks hammers horses all those things is what got me to be to, to say he is slightly slightly cooler than than John McClane um but I don't know how you can do that and at the same time still somewhat be one dimensional it, it makes no sense but if I have to say somebody is one dimensional in in like it's, it's John Wick. It, 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 I, I'm not justifying that. It just makes sense in my head that 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 he is a bit. Um, and again, <coughs> everything here is going to hurt my heart because these are all people I was vouching for very, very hard for the past six weeks. Um, so I'm sad. I'm very sad about it. But that is what's in my head. And, and so he had to be number three because comparing the other two, um, it was just like – um, Andy said he had a, like a, a quick division top three, bottom three. My division was uh, top four. Any of the four could be number one. And then the bottom two were easily my bottom two. Uh, mm. So it just, it, it came down to that. That's what it was. Uh, so now we are, we are, we are here at our threes where me, Sam and Paige got rid of uh, the man uh, that says, yeah, uh, all the time. If you haven't seen the side-by-side matrix and John Wick guns, uh, lots of guns thing, please go see that. It's hilarious. Uh, Dan and Andy have Sarah Connor, um, and Janine got rid of Dutch. Uh, so now we're going to get over, uh, to our fives and sixes, but before I do, please, uh, if you haven't, please like, uh, this video, share this video, uh, subscribe, uh, and, and check out a lot of reviews we have on Bike Size Breakdown. Uh, we just released Secret Invasion, uh, as well as Haunted Mansion yesterday. Um, and, um, I, uh, got a early screening to run a parks directorial debut shortcoming. So that, uh, that review for that movie, uh, is out today. Um, in addition, uh, uh, one of the uh, gentlemen on this, uh, bracket, uh, you see here, a couple of the gentlemen, we have a, 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 um, a giveaway, a giveaway to get a, uh, 4k ultra, uh, uh, blu-ray for fast X, fast 10, 
however you want to say it, uh, the contest ends uh, tomorrow. All you got to do, subscribe to this channel, uh, follow uh, Twitter, and quote tweet with your favorite family and movies. Um, so do that. Do that by tomorrow if, you, if you'd like to win that. Uh, but now, what I'll still never forgive them for not calling it fast ten-year seatbelts. I mean, it's a slam dunk. <laughs> it was right there. It, it, it was really was right there. Dunk. Missed opportunity. It it really was. Uh, so now right we're there with, get in... with now you don't. Right there with now oh, you don't. Right there. That now you don't. It, in front of your faces, y'all. In front of your faces. Uh, <laughs> but we're gonna get into our uh, five and sixes. <clears throat> and for me. It, it it was uh why is that not can y'all see that or no. uh, no, i see a big is, screen what is what is happening what is happening now Streamyard wants to be weird uh let's oh, try that again you. in this way oh no it's blank what it's are you loading. doing there was a, there was a loading wheel there oh there was a loading wheel thank you because now i'm just like no <laughs> You know what? Whatever. I'm just going to say it. For me, my number five is Sarah Connor and my six is Dutch. Uh, so this was easy for me. I don't like the, the, the big bulky shoot em up bang. All the, I'm, I don't care. I, I really don't. Uh, they're not my type of action hero that I lean towards. So Dutch was always my six. I'm pretty sure he was my six in the eighties. He's my six now. And Andy said it for uh, Sarah Connor. She's a bad mother. She's kind of crazy. She almost kills one of the only black people in the entire uh, uh, first couple of movies. <laughs> no, just no. I, 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 Sarah Connor is dope, but she was definitely in the bottom two at all times. Uh, uh, so next up, Oh, go ahead, Next, go ahead. I want to piggyback just because those are my exact same. Hmm. Exactly. Okay. Five and six. Sarah Connor in number five because unstable. She's just unstable. I can't trust her. I don't know what her next. She's as unpredictable an action hero as there has ever been. And uh, also, let's not forget, she can only, she would have been dead like 35 times if not for Kyle Reese and then, uh, you know, the 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 T, is it T-800? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, needed a lot of help. Uh, and number six, Dutch, I'm going to tell you why. This was the easiest one I've ever had of all time, because when you sent me the list to be ranked, uh, Rue, I was like, Dutch? Dutch Dooley? The Ed O'Neill <laughs> character from the film Dutch? Yes. And and so, of course, it took me an extra 30 seconds to realize, oh, no, of course, he means Dutch from Predator. But the fact that there was even a moment of confusion... There is no questioning who Sarah Connor is. No questioning who Ethan Hunt is. No questioning who the bride is. You just wrote Dutch, and I went, <clears throat> Ed O'Neill? So right there, you're out. Okay. You're out. He, needs, he needs better branding. <clears throat> you can say this, but this wasn't my fault. StreamYard's not working. Leave me be. Uh, Dan, Dan, who were your five and six? Uh, my five and six were, uh, my number five was Dutch. Um, just because For the exact same the, reasons I just gave. Well, no, no, just, I, I love Dutch, and Predator is one of my favorite movies, and I would have actually advocated for him in the '80s bracket. Uh, but I, it's just a competition. Competition's d difficult. One movie and all of that. Now I'm gonna get ready for Sam to book a flight and come strangle me. Oh boy! Because I know again, this, this, this <laughs> has to go to some tiebreakers. 
My number six was John McClane. And I will will tell you why. And I will tell you why. It's because looking at the movies, looking at the movies, the uh, the diehard films, there's one great movie. There's another one that's, that's pretty good. There's another one that's fine. And then there are two that are really just not very good at all. With and so incredible. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> like the fifth Die Hard movie is easily, I think, the worst movie of in any of these respective franchises that we're talking about. And so I had to just go with looking at all of the movies in totality. I think that the franchise Die Hard quality wise is the least consistent of all of these different ones and in a very close race that ended up being the tiebreaker for me so i have mclean last yes all right a good day to die hard or terminator jenny smith uh well i mean again i i don't acknowledge that amelia clark uh, was in a a, a terminator (laughs) film so you're at least acknowledging a good day to die hard, but you are not even acknowledging Genesis. Well, because Bruce so. Willis plays John McClane, uh, you know, and and <laughs> when I think Sarah Connor, I think Linda Hamilton is Sarah Connor. If if someone else had played John McClane, if they'd made that year one movie, then maybe we would have had a discussion here. But thank thank goodness they didn't make that year one movie, and they better not make it. Um, but it, yeah, it's it, even if you're going to wash, if we're going to count it and wash Genesis out with Good Day to Die Hard. Uh, uh, Live free or die hard is it's fine, you know. Die hard too. Die hard with a vengeance is solid. Amazing. Die hard with a vengeance is really good. I love die hard with and vengeance. die hard is amazing. Like it, it, it's, but I don't think John McClane was ever as cool, or ever as uh, the odds were never against him as much as they were, or and he was never as relatable as he was in Die Hard too. Not Die Hard too. Die Hard as well. Um, that's another thing is I think that the John McClane that we all think of is like 80% diehard. And then we kind of forget the character past that first film in my personal opinion. Paige, uh, Paige, you got something to say? I Uh, do because I actually have the same exact five and six as our good old friend, Dan Merle. And for me, yeah, I mean, he don't mean all you want guys, but John McClane I mean, maybe I have a thing against, like, buddy – I don't want to say buddy cop because he's not a buddy cop film. But, like, cops being the action heroes. Like, I don't know. I just – to me, um, the list that we were given with these characters, to me, he ranks the lowest as he would get his ass kicked first out of all of these characters. And Amaru just wants to hear me speak and just I, I do I do because like <laughs> um, I don't I don't I don't believe any of what you're saying, but it's okay. No, he definitely would. I mean, who whose ass could he kick on this list? Thank yeah, you. Maybe you're right. Okay. Yeah, um, <laughs> most of them. Nonsense, <laughs> my friend. Nonsense. Oh. And yeah, for uh, Dutch, I mean, he only had one movie. So that's why he gets where he, that's where he is, where he is. Uh, Janine, what about you? Uh, Who are your Uh, five and six? Well, I'm probably going to get some hate, but my five is the bride. My six is John. Um, I I have no idea how much Janine hated swords. (laughs) John Wick (laughs) is literally the character on this list that I love the most. I'm endeared to the most. But I mean, as mentioned, both of these characters are not heroes, essentially. 
They are out for vengeance. Their motivations are selfish, 100% justified, but selfish. So, you know, they're not inherently heroes. Um, So they're kind of on the same level for me. But the only reason I put John Wick last is because uh, he's so respected. He has people step up to help him and causes the most uh, collateral damage. The people who end up helping him, good people who want to support him, end up getting killed, getting hurt, getting put in bad positions because of him. So he has caused collateral damage with his actions, uh, whereas the bride, she's kind of only pinpointing specific people. So because they're not essentially heroes and because John Wick kind of leaves a lot of collateral damage of quote unquote good guys in his wake, um, that's what puts him in the bottom for me. They're very right. cool. They are awesome characters. <clears throat> I love them, but yeah. <laughs> uh, and Andy, Andy, wh- what about you, sir? Okay. All right. We're in good company here. <laughs> okay. My number five is John McClane, a, a New York cop with an itchy trigger finger. No, thanks. I'm good. Don't need to say any more of it. Thank I'm you very much. That is a quote from the movie, right? But, no, it is not. Yeah. No, but, you're misquoting Die Hard 3, misquoting okay. it. And okay. he says, a cop lo- a, a, a bomb blows up in Harlem today. Tomorrow we got a thousand cops, all of them with itchy trigger fingers. Itchy trigger fingers. That is okay. what it said to him okay. by, I, by Sam Jackson. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna consider five points him, to Sam Levine for the okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> consider him one of the thousand. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so what basically, yeah, the movies are getting worse and worse. I do not need to see it anymore. If we're if you are advocating for John for John McClain to be the one that you save on this list. To consider then removing all of these from existence and keeping that one for why? Mm. What the point? What's the point? It, it, it just doesn't need to happen anymore. It just, it, I'm good. I'm good. I've seen it. I'm done. So and and for the exact same reason as that, my my number six is John Wick. I don't need to see anymore. I get it. I understand. I get. I've seen it now. Uh, he did go on event. I I the. the the love of a dog is beautiful, redeeming factor, but still number six. But there's there's a particular reason why I was watching four, and uh, just speed up your dialogue. It's doing my head in. So there's a moment where he approaches Winston at the outdoor tombs, and he his first line to Winston is, "My condolences." Speed up, dude. If I was the director, <laughs> I would be like, cut, go again. What the f- are you all right? What is and going why did that here? guy die? Because of him. Because of him. I would just be wondering if he's okay. Why are you talking so slowly? Get on with it. That's why he doesn't talk. Also, yeah, exactly exactly. He says like what you say, 30 words in four About 30 words in four movies. Yeah, because he talks so slowly, they take forever to get out of his mouth. It's really <laughs> annoying to me. Um, so yeah, I don't have uh, yeah, just way too much guns in both of these guys for me. Uh, and yeah, it's a it's a feeling. I just didn't uh, when it came to like I said, th- this was a bottom three, top three, and so you know my bottom three are Dutch John McLean and John Wick. And it came down to would I be intrigued to see any of these again? And I just don't want to see John Wick or John McLean again. I'm good. I get it. Well, well, uh, if we look at who people saved. At least one got John Wick and two got John McClane. Well, the rest of us have Ethan Hunt. Uh, so let's rip the rest of the mandate off. Uh, 
I feel like Ethan Hunt is the greatest action hero of all time. I, I really do. Uh, I just am. I feel like he is uh, the the most interesting. Uh, he again, the whole team aspect for me is is just it actually benefits him more than others. Uh, the amount of things that he gets to do. I know some people like to say, "Oh, Tom Cruise does his own stunts," but so that makes it like uh, the character more interesting. It's not necessarily that. It's the stunts are interesting as hell in general. Like, I am forever wanting to go back and see Ethan Hunt again and again and again, and I think he's cool as hell. Uh, and for me, it brings his team with him. So I love the team. Uh, so it, it was very, very close. Um, I, I do uh, I did have the bride second because uh, I just think she's the most badass woman put on screen, maybe, period. Uh, at least one of the top ones uh, for me. So, But I have Ethan. Uh, but everybody else, how about y'all? What are we talking about? Is it number one? Uh, we are talking about number one. I, Dan, Dan, you are on an island. Yeah, us top row both have the same ones, guys. Dan, you are on an island on your own, so I'll, I'll give you a little bit of time because you're the only one with John Wick and you're the only one okay. by yourself. So so go ahead, sir. Get your time I'll try time to keep in. this short because I've been picking it up ahead of steam because everybody's dumping on John Wick this whole time, and I'm sitting here knowing, well, he's my number one. And I'll tell you why he's my number one. I understand the stakes and everything else. That was one element that I looked at that was going to knock it down the list a little bit for me. But for me, really, the reason he's number one, first of all, the whole thing with the Continental, the whole franchise is predicated on the idea that the Continental is supposed to be a safe place, but is not. That's the whole thing. (laughs) It always gets attacked or someone gets killed or it's supposed to be safe and it's not safe. So this whole thing, like, it's a safe haven. Not so much. No. Uh, yes, I understand. He gets guns and armor and stuff like that. But it's the sheer endu- – this is why I went with John Wick. Number one, sheer endurance. Just grit and powering through. And the fact that he is just a man. Yes, he's got suits and stuff. But this guy gets hurt. This guy gets messed up bad. And he just keeps going. He gets kicked down steps like three times. He just – keeps coming it's that endurance and why is he doing it and it, and i almost kind of turned the whole thing in my head around it as far as like well the stakes have to be big in order for this guy to be number one and then i thought about it and i'm like the reason that i like john wick so much is because the stakes aren't big because when you break it down why is john wick doing what he's doing he's doing it for the on the principle of the matter he's doing it to like prove that like this is a world where good and evil are a thing. And if you do a bad thing, then you're going to get punished. You know, he could have just said, Oh, you know, eh, somebody they, they did whatever. He's like, no, like I am coming after you because you killed my dog and took my car. And that's enough for me. And it's just like, if you would have just left the guy alone, he would have been fine. But it's the fact that he is like fighting for the principle of the matter. And maybe it's just me and my own self and my own frustrations. But like, I like a guy who I can relate to. It's just like, no, I'm coming after you because like somebody in this world has to show you that if you're an asshole, that somebody's going to call you on it. And that's going to be me. I'm going to be that guy. And so I love John Wick. I love all. And that's the thing. I love all four movies, all four movies. I love Um, and, and I can't say that about any of the other franchises that I love all of the movies in those franchises. So that's why John Wick is number one for me. Nice. I feel like he brings a lot of the problems on himself. Maybe. 
Because he has her- a code. He's a man yeah. who lives by a Angelica code. Houston in trouble. He gets Halle Berry potentially in trouble. He yep. gets Lance Reddick killed. He gets Willem Dafoe killed. All these yep. people who step up to protect him and help him yep. all get killed. He's the Forrest Gump <coughs> of action heroes. You get close say, to him, you die. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it's their choice. And the reason that they all fight for him is because he's a good man. He's a good man, and they will give up their lives to help him and protect him. That is the sign of a good person. But he's only saying who was formerly a contract killer. Well, and he would have retired, but they just couldn't leave well enough. Alone. You're, the Could job they? he was retiring from, you have no problem with? Well, you know, I mean, uh, <laughs> listen, I don't know if we want to dig too much into the history of uh, some of these other characters either. I mean, the, what, what was what was the no, bride? Just this one, who's your number you one? Like the bride what is. was the bride? I mean, the title of this is action <laughs> hero. Assassin. Uh, do, do we want to look up John McClane's cop files? A New York cop in the 1980s. Well, if we had seen that year one movie. Do we want to dig movie, too far into that he, case history? He was serving a big fat suspension, but right. that was for subordination. Uh-huh. When you get that John McClane year one movie, all will yeah. be revealed. Yeah. What did Sarah Connor I, do? Uh, you know, it, 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 she was a, she was living off the grid. She's an attempted murderer, at least. She uh-huh. may have had a body count. We don't know. Going to the Terminator, like none of these people. I mean, Dutch, Dutch was a was that that whole that whole yep. operation was illegal. That team was completely illegally in another country doing an off the book secret operation. Same with Ethan Hunt. None of these people are clean. None of these people live clean lives. But even though has saved the earth, God Dutch knows is part of a rescue team. And how many people doing, has Ethan got Hunt betrayed. also gotten killed? It's all about the oh. He has. I was going to say, he, even though he's my number one, he has gotten a lot of women killed uh, and a lot of people killed in general. So, yeah. Okay, guys. Well, guess what, guys? He really doesn't try to kill people, though. I mean, he does do some killing, but he tries, like, he tries to bring justice. I would argue he did. I, I don't know. Are we okay to speak? to spoil people seen dead reckoning already uh, uh if you haven't probably... seen dead reckoning step away in like five four okay. mute now three two one go ahead go ahead he doesn't get ilsa killed he does everything to get her out of the game over and over and over again and the look she gives him in the van when he gets in with benji in uh, vienna he gets in the van with benji and luther in, in vienna and he sees that she's in the passenger seat she smiles at him like i know you told me to stay away but i can't yeah, help like it. Every, like she made the choice as well and same with uh carrie russell she was on her own mission he didn't he had nothing to do with that <clears throat> yes um uh but the people that elected to help john wick should be blamed or john wick should be blamed for their deaths i, I see how it is. Well, I mean, standard. some people, <laughs> some people standard. he, well, the people he went to for help, I think it's, it's him kind of putting them in that situation. Yeah, so by there him some approaching people, them there all. were some, yes, there were some people who helped on their own accord, like Willem Dafoe, but there were others who he went to and asked them for help and put them in that situation. I mean, he almost got Winston fired. <laughs> <laughs> In this economy, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's well, rough. How? Why do you guys have John McCain? Why do? You, why is John? I don't McCain? know John McCain. McCain. John yeah, McCain you guys know, I meant to add the L. L. I'm going to add the L right now. Yeah, What's John McCain. Why is, is he? My, he's my number one because he's essentially like the pseudo. He's like the pseudo Ginger Rogers of action. He did all the shit all these other people did, barefoot. Like yep. he's the. <laughs> he is. 
a regular guy. He doesn't have all this crazy training like all these other people thrown into this unexpected situation and steps up, steps the hell up to save all of these people. He's in it to save these people. That's his mm. main goal. Yep. 100% hero. We are talking action hero. He does all of this to be a hero, to save these people. So at a, In a situation that he was not equipped for, prepared for, he had to use brains and brawn, put them together to figure out how to get out of this situation. See, so, if I have everyone on this list, I feel like, I mean, that's why he's my number six, because I don't want, like, out of everyone... I want Ethan Hunt saving my ass. Can I rely well, on It's cooler to me that he doesn't have all this crazy training, but he still managed to do what he was able to do. You, you don't get injected with training. That's a lot of hard work. That's a lot of hours, you know, to get that good at, at lip reading Russian. Um, I'm not I, saying that it wasn't I, hard for that. I, they, I, wanna, they I need to, I need to go not. through my criteria because I'm, I'm confused about people that don't have Ethan as their number one. Are you resigned to not seeing part two of Dead Reckoning? Is that the consensus? Because that's what you're signing up to. I disagree with that take on why he's not number one. That's a very that's a bad. It's thing. not. It's not why he's my number one, but that is a criteria of the show itself. That, is that, that is gone. that is that is an unfortunate truth here. Uh, oh, that's luckily, a truth here. Is, so can once, I ever rewatch Predator again? Uh, you never get no. to rewatch Predator again. No. Never get to rewatch oh. Predator again. No, you'll have to. Uh, you'll luckily, have to you'll... never ask me on this show again. You've cost me so oh, many movies that I can no longer enjoy. <laughs> L- luckily, luckily, in about a good Dutch, ten minutes, though, Sam, all that's gone away Dutch. now, so it's fine. And okay. you have to know at this point, this is a Sophie's choice that that Rue puts us in every time. Okay. Yeah, I'm so. There are so many dead babies. I don't. I, I don't <laughs> care. I have to see what how this turns out. I need to see more of Ethan. I need to see more of the team. Since so, I, I'm going to tell you there are a lot of like a lot of muscle showing off in this list. I'm going to tell you about. I'm sure you all recognize the moment in MI3 during the Where Is the White Rabbit 10 second countdown. Ethan, Ooh. Ethan recalibrates his brain and start. You can see him start to calculate. Right, I've got 10 seconds. Do I do I threaten this guy? Do I plead with him? Do I bargain? And he does this like recalibration in his head that results in his arms shaking out. And JJ does a wide, so you can see the framing of it. Owen Davian stood over Julia uh, and with Ethan in this dentist chair locked in. And Ethan, instead of being tensed up, and if you've seen like any episode of Saved by the Bar, you know, AC Slater walks around with things in his hands so he can have his arms tensed at literally every single moment. The same with Vin Diesel on any talk show, leans forward, arms tensed, because that's, he's got like beneath the muscles, he's nobody. But Ethan sits there with his arms loose, with a black t-shirt that rides his muscles and he arms loose and he shakes off and he lets his tricep wobble. And in that moment where he let his tricep wobble, I went, that is a man. That's a vulnerable man. He lets himself show all his vulnerabilities because you shouldn't, I've got lovely big calves because I used to play football. Well, I wouldn't let my wife, I wouldn't let my wife, I wouldn't let my John wife McClane see my calf wobble. So we've many been, vulnerabilities. No, 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 but not, but not tricep wobbling. Let's stay on track. So, <laughs> The the other thing the other the other moment that the other there are a few there are a few moments with we know how films are made most of us I'm, just, well, I'm assuming all of us know how movies are made so we know that when Ethan's looking at the blue glue red dead gloves as he's about to step out of the Burj and he's looking at his gloves and he is completely disengaged with everyone in the room and Brand says to him com check and Ethan just puts his ear up, his hand to his ear and just nods because he's focused on what he has to do and he's terrified. But we know because of how movies are made that he probably didn't film that scene the same month that he filmed the Burj Khalifa. So it's not Tom Cruise being 
apprehensive and fearful. It's him putting it into the character. So Ethan is showing genuine, terrified fear about having to leave this building. When, when they were filming it, he wasn't having to do that right then. I think that's incredible that Tom gives those little nuances, those little micro movements in his body that show you how scared he is. The other one, he's about to jump into the water and do the four minute dive. He looks genuinely scared. I feel scared for him. <laughs> that is that is a vulnerability that I want to see in a modern hero. That what I don't is, want to I don't want to see people that are just so good at what they do that they can yeah. smirk and provoke. And you know, John McClane provokes people. John Wick provokes people. I don't want to see you provoke people. I want to see you have to do what you need to do in order to save the world. And that's it. Don't piss about. Don't fuck about. This is like with this is serious stakes. Don't put people in bodies and elevators with signs on it. You're being an asshole for no reason, really. Just just do what you need to do. And if there are, if there's, if there's fear and emotion in you, then show it, please. That would be beautiful. And he yeah. does. And I think and that's an amazing that, that choice. Was, that was a lovely soliloquy. It really sounds like you are making this choice based on, of the six, who is the actual strongest actor playing the role? No, that's why, that's why I'm saying that it wasn't Tom Cruise... It was Ethan's fear. That's uh -huh. why I'm saying it's, it's Ethan's fear that we're seeing. I right. want to see my hero show fear when there's something very, very scary about to happen. Um, I, I want to see that. I think it's a, I think it's a way of getting through the screen and with them and understanding mm -hmm. that you're you're in this. And and talking about, I've seen every Mission movie since four on the BFI IMAX in the middle of Waterloo, and at, during lockdown, Anna and I watched them all. She hadn't seen any of them, and then she had a big Binge and absolutely fell in love with it all. Yeah. So Re Dead Reckoning is the first mission movie that she got to see at the cinemas with me for the first time. And she was crying because of how much joy she felt towards it. Just can't steal that kind of experience away. Your wife just falling for something that you love as well. And uh, obviously this is, you know, a subjective list and we we have to pick what, what suits us. But you cannot take away from me the idea that my wife and I get to in a couple of years do that again. So, and then I get to share it with my son as well. So just lean on that. That is very, very true. Uh, so Dan, uh, just to make sure you, you get a final recap, you did have Ethan at number two. Uh, so anything yes. you want to add to that uh, any more about John Wick and just this list in general? No, I just want to uh, add that uh, my favorite, and there was a very heartfelt thing at the end there, Andy, and I love that. But my favorite part of your speech is that in the middle of it, and in a very English way, you uttered the most devastating put down to Vin Diesel that I've ever heard in my life. Like if you, I, I am, I think if you were to walk up to Vin Diesel and just say, you're nobody beneath those muscles, he would just dissolve into a pile. of. He wood. would. Like, and that that's was... my point. <laughs> well, he would, he would stand there. He would grab something so that his arms are tense. He would pick up a folder and go, Oh, you got me. You know yeah, me. But so that's well. why Groot's not on this list. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, I can tell also, you that uh, oh, I, I know from from experience that uh, Vin Diesel once showed up to a junket for a Fast and the Furious movie three hours late with his own hype man playing Vin Diesel hype music uh, and uh, walked around through everyone else's interview like like going like, yeah, let's go. Uh, all of his other cast members that had been doing interviews for three hours and covering for him while he wasn't there. So, um, <laughs> you know. I think there's a reason that uh, Dom was not on this. List. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't make it very far at all. Not, not one bit. No.
Uh, but yeah, Dan, you had Ethan at number two and just any final things uh, before <laughs> Sam, you got one more thing before that though. No, I just wanted to add to Andy, his very sentimental thing about, you know, seeing dead reckoning part two and all that. That's very convenient for you to pick. The other five people aren't making movies anymore. Well, the bride might show up again. No, they've been well, very we can... clear about that. Okay. Well, look, don't get our hopes up, Sam. We know you don't quit. But what, it's not happening. You're not going to see the right again. So essentially what you're saying is the potential of another movie being made is only on one of these and you didn't put that one as number one. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Blocking cinema. That's weird. You you conveniently chose the only one that you're going to get a new movie of. It's not convenient. It's one of my criteria. Who would I want to see more of? I was honestly I, looking out for Tom Cruise's well-being. I, I just don't think he should put himself through another one. I don't know if he can. I don't know how he can escalate from where he has been. So, you know, it was really just kind of preservation of, of Cruise there also. Yeah. Excellent. I'm uh, curious. What's everyone else's number two? Because I, yeah, yeah, so I also had Ethan. I also had Ethan as number two. And the only thing that put him at number two was kind of my my team criteria of the fact that he does have a lot of help while he is kind of the lead and you know he does a lot of crazy things and really thinks on his feet really well he really needs his team to back him up um but i loved in dead reckoning how they really drove the point at how important it is that he he is willing to give up his own life for the greater good to save whoever he needs to save whether they know it that he's saving them or not he's always putting his life on the line i loved when you know he uh told um oh, i'm blanking on grace. her name grace, grace that you know i will you know give up my life to make sure that you make it like when he really you know, he barely knew her but the fact that her life meant more to him than his own and they really made a point to drive that point home that this is who this person is and that is what he you know why he joined imf is because he cares about saving people saving lives the greater good so that's yeah. what put him at my number two the only reason he was not my number one was because you know he he doesn't always stand on his own he needs his backing of his team so. Yep. Did you read uh, by hey, the way well, that Grace did not have a name yeah. until halfway yeah. through shooting the movie? <laughs> I, I, yeah, Literally, I they that. said that they shot at least all of the Rome chase scene with Haley Atwell. They shot with her for weeks, and they had not named her character. Because wow. <laughs> well, yeah, like they play it like Grace is not even her name. Her because name, yeah, yeah. She's like, well, let's just say Grace. I'm Grace, yeah, and then that right. ended up being her name. Just, what do you yeah. think they wrote on the call sheet? She was right. literally cast as female lead of Mission Impossible movie, and like halfway through, they're like, um, Grace, Grace. There we go. Uh, Paige, what about you? Who uh, your number two was the bride? Uh, your yes. Final thoughts on her? Final thoughts on the list in general? I mean, this was a very hard list to make. Um, because like any given day, there could be different reasoning why each person on this list could be number one. But for me, I had the bride at number two and not number one because at the end she is just getting revenge, but she's getting revenge for herself because she was wronged by so many people, like her family and her friends. And a woman going to save her child, well, I can't, did she know she had a child? I can't remember. No, she, no, she, finds she out. did not know the she baby survived. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Not but later. guess what, guys? This woman came back from the dead. She dug herself out of a grave. Like, that's a badass woman right there. And she yeah. is one of the greatest, like, cinematic, like, female characters, like, ever. And that's, I love what Quentin Tarantino does with his female characters because I feel like he makes them so powerful and strong. 
And I feel like he gets a lot of hate sometimes for his female characters, but I feel like he makes them so strong and powerful and so badass. And the bride is one of the most badass women to ever hit the screen. And if she was actually saving more people than just getting revenge on herself, she may have been my number one. But Ethan Hunt, he's the American version of James Bond. He's got all these cool gadgets and he's out there saving the world, doing what he can, putting his life on the line for everyone else. So for me, that's where I stand. Who knew? Who knows? Tomorrow may change if I have a different requisition I'm going by. But today, Ethan Hunt is the one I want saving me at the end of the day. Uh, Sam, you agree that the bride is number two for you. Uh, yeah. So give us your thoughts on that, on why, again, that McLean is number one. In sure. the list. Yeah. Uh, all right. Bride is number two for so much of the reasons that Paige just said. Uh, five point palm exploding heart technique. She crawled out of the grave. I'd like to see John Wick do a one inch punch to crawl out of bury, being buried six he feet might. under. He <laughs> might. He might. Well, we he didn't might. see it. I think he might. We didn't see it. We did. We're speculating. We didn't, though. We didn't. Um, <laughs> And uh, well, five. <laughs> and and also, uh, you know, there's a there's a uh, the duality of the bride once she learns that she does, in fact, have a daughter and she wants to be a mama bear to this daughter does not stop the fact that she's also a killer and <laughs> has to murder everyone who was so close to her, her tightest inner circle. They wronged her and she's got to write that and then be a mama bear and seeing that duality for me uh makes her uh my number two but of course number one with a bullet john mcclain for so many reasons but i'm going to give you the reason to end all reasons why anyone who doesn't say john mcclain is wrong and here's what it is in 35 years now that die hard has been a movie every time a new action movie or genre comes out how do they describe it? They say, oh, it's Die Hard on a plane. Oh, it's Die Hard on a bus. Oh, it's Die Hard on a beach. Nobody's saying, oh, it's Terminator in space. Nobody says, oh, it's John Wick, but with, you know, uh, foot fighting. No. <laughs> it's Die Hard on a blank. That is, very, blank. True. That is, is that is very true. That is very true of I'm, action movies 100%. and John McClane is the Cadillac of action heroes. And for the record, to my knowledge, going over this list, he is the only married and divorced <laughs> member of this list. Uh, uh, Ethan. Uh, did they ever actually get married? Well, she got and remarried. Yeah, they got, they got married, married in MI3 and then married. she got remarried, so they're definitely divorced. Right. So they're yes. definitely divorced. So, but anyway... But my, but they didn't get divorced because there was animosity. <laughs> they got divorced because of safety issues. Yes. So, so the bride almost his, got married. His marriage failed. <laughs> <laughs> his marriage failed, and he's got these two kids who fucking hate him. Okay. Yeah. And so he's got so much to deal with. Yeah. In his personal life. Everyone else has a pretty solid personal life. <laughs> Except for poor John McClane. So he's not just out there fighting bad guys. He's also fighting his ex-wife, his kids who hate him. The, the fact that he's getting suspended from the force for insubordination. He's got a lot going on. And in spite of all of that, he still saves the day every time. And the only people close to John McClane who die, Ellis, yeah. for being an idiot. <laughs> and he did that. 
on that it. was that was not John's fault. That was Ellis's fault. And uh, that poor plane load of people who die in, in Die Hard Two. That was not his fault. He tried valiantly to save them. They died because uh, they the guys in the tower tried to get clever after McLean told them not to. He told them how serious these guys were, and nobody listened. That's why they died. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, very famous for having a drama-free personal life. <clears throat> very, very true. Uh, and then, a very healthy, uh, non-tragic uh, personal life. He's not no, dealing with anything either. No. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Nothing Dan, at you all. are the only one with Wick. You also had Ethan at number two. Give us your final thoughts on the list and everything uh, in general. Oh, I, I, I've, I've said more than my piece. Uh, like I said, this is a, this is a battle of attrition. You could mix up all of those. It brought out the movie fights in me. You could mix out any of those names and give me another number one, and I could probably fight just as hard for them. Uh, you know, that's the trouble when you have great characters. Um, that's why we always like to fight over the worst things on movie fights and not the best things on movie fights because uh, those fights are more fun. Um, not that this wasn't fun, but it's easier to try to, you know, like you can really hit hard at things that suck. Uh, it's hard uh, for things that are great. So, you know. It's, that's, it's, that's it's always a, it's always a good time. It's very true. Uh, but I always love the passion that comes out. Uh, so Andy, with all the passion <laughs> that you always bring, which is why I always love having you back. Give us your final thoughts on the list. You had the ride at number two. You had uh, Ethan at number one. Uh, give us your final thoughts. Sir. Um, there it is. There we go. Yeah. I've, I've said my bit about Ethan, even though, I mean, if I was to pull on stuff that was said earlier, let me see. Sarah Connor needs to be talked off ledges. Ethan gets talked onto them. Uh, uh, that was it. Um, yeah, I did have the bride. Um, I do have a little uh, soundbite for the bride as well. If you indulge me, hold on one sec. Um... Love it. Yeah. I mean, this keyboard can do anything. Um, no, I did have the the bride at number two. Um, one of my criteria that we hadn't talked about yet, and uh, we haven't really discussed it at all, was the evilness of the villain, and. Uh, in, in, from from my experience, the ones that have scared me the most have been the human villains, the ones that won't go blow for blow with you, but they'll outthink you. And um, those are scarier to me. Owen Davy and Solomon Lane are very, very scary to me. Um, and Bill is a terrifying villain. And it's mostly because of the mystery. He's kind of uh, the shark in the first half of Jaws, where you don't really know anything about him. He's, he's freaky. I feel like... Uh, the Terminator in, in the first time is more like the shark at the end of Jaws where he's just jumping on the boat and you see a lot of him. But, the, you know, <clears throat> I just feel like Bill is... Uh, I don't think if if I saw the actor in another movie that I couldn't get Bill, you know, I couldn't shake it. I, I feel like he really made an impact, which makes me have m- more respect for Beatrix. Um, and, yeah, Sam's point about her turning on mother mode She's so lovely and motherly, and maternal, and then, t- and then has the assassin thing ready. You know, it is this duality thing. Uh, I really love that point um, that I hadn't thought of. That's all credit to Sam for that. Um, but yeah, um, so yeah, Beatrix was my number two. Ethan number one. Um, yeah, I just feel like that's how I feel about it. I, you know. Um, and also, Sam did give me heat for hinging my Ethan argument on the actor responsible. And he said his argument to end all arguments was based on log lines of films that aren't even in the franchise. It's not a log line. It's what society's taken away from it. That's true. Also, I don't know. When was the last time a Die Hard With thing has been used? 
Uh, I described it before I got on this Zoom. I was like, it's the diehard. Oh, to back up your um, argument that you knew you were coming in with. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, no, no, all good, all good. I have to say, excellent, excellent stuff. There's nothing that I would rather stay up until, what are we talking, like half two, four. Unbelievable. Everyone really brought their, their I know this isn't my part of the show. I'm going to pass it off, but it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Go ahead. I, I Andy's subtle it. dig to remind you of how late it's getting where he is. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually a reminder of how much fun I'm having, and I don't care. I don't, you know, whatever. Well, I think me and Ezra are going to get up and watch Mission Impossible in a second. Perfect, perfect. Uh, some folks in the chat put in their list. Uh, we did have some John McClane love uh, here uh, from Jeremy. Uh, uh, Nick, I don't know if he did that just to agree with Dan or not, but he also had Wicked number one. Uh, Why would Randy it be just to had, agree with me? Because he's the one who wanted you on the show. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> he is awesome. Uh, William agreed with with um, with uh, uh, having McLean uh, uh, and Cam because they're old. And, and Terracana at, at, at number one there. Um, but we are here for a tournament, so we do have to uh, figure out who actually wins this whole thing. And I, I, as you saw earlier, I had a whole PowerPoint and everything that I wanted to show, but I can't right now. So I'm just going to just at least explain it to you and let you know who the winner is. Um, the way it works is uh, if you get a third place vote, you get one point. If you get a second place vote, you get uh, three points. And if you get a first place vote, you get five points. Uh, so uh, Dutch, with his one third place vote, vote, had a total of one. Sarah Connor got two third places, so she got a total of two. Uh, John Wick had a first place and three third places, so he has a total of eight. Uh, McLean got the two first place votes uh, from Gene and Sam, so he got 10. Very respectable. Uh, the Bride had a lot of second places. Lots of second places. Uh, got four of them. It got her 12 uh, points. But in the end, with three first places, two second places, and a total of 21 points, the action hero that is saved among them all. We have come to We have found the one that has to stay, and it is Mr. <clears throat> Hunt. Uh, but I'd like to thank all of my panelists. Thank you so much for coming on uh, for a slightly longer show. I do appreciate it. Uh, this, this is a bit of a slaughter, only a little bit. It got close, though. It got very close because Janine uh, Janine actually had ride at number one. I was like, oh, crap. Those second places might have had it, but she did it. She did not. Uh, but, again, I want to thank everybody here. Uh, Andy, uh, please let people know where they can find you and what you got going on in your life. Okay, great. Yeah, I, 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 I feel like we all need to go and see Dead Reckoning Part 2 together and do the tricep wobble. Okay. Um, <laughs> Cool. Yeah, you can you can find me playing uh, movie scores and soundtracks um, at uh, Settle the Score. If you look for Settle the Score, Matt Nost or Matt Nost on YouTube, you'll find it there. On socials, I'm STS Andy, STS underscore Andy M. Um, and and yeah, uh, yeah, come and chat and tell me how wrong I was. Thank you. Dan, thank you so much for, for coming on. I appreciate you so much bringing your uh, movie fights expertise. Uh, please let people know where they can find you, what you got going on in your life. Uh, YouTube.com slash Dan Merle Movies. That's where I do my show. I'm on Patreon. I am on Threads. I briefly flirted with TikTok. I'm not sure how that's going to turn out. Uh, not on Twitter, though. No more at Merle Dan on Twitter. I, I, I gave that up. Uh, there's also no Twitter anymore, so it's, it's a good time. <laughs> Uh, well, and hopefully, this X nonsense. <laughs> uh, hopefully on 
the score again soon because I I owe uh, Matt uh, a a long overdue email to come back on the show because I always have a great time there. <laughs> Thank you. That is very true. Uh, as do I. Janine, uh, let the people know uh, what's going on. What's your life when they can find you? You can find me at Janine Debean on TikTok, Instagram, and Threads. Please check out the It's a Wonderful podcast feed. We have our shows over there, Monday Madness. It's our YouTube show where we talk all kinds of topical things. Uh, we have Morgan Hasn't Seen Every Wednesday, where I force him to watch things he hasn't seen. And every Friday, we have our classic films podcast, It's a Wonderful Podcast. So check that out on the It's a Wonderful Podcast feed. We also have the It's a Wonderful Podcast YouTube channel with a lot of fun things over there as well. So check it out. Uh, and last but certainly not least, uh, my manager, uh, one Mr. Sam Levine. Uh, thank you as always, sir. Let the people know uh, what's going on in your life, where they can find you. Uh, my pleasure to be here. Um, you can find me uh, at Sam Levine with two M's on all the major socials. You don't need me to list them. You know what they are. Uh, and I, uh, I have, you know, uh, some TV stuff and uh, other things to promote, but not now. Not talking about that nonsense now. Uh, until a fair deal has been reached. So, uh, you know, if you are genuinely curious, follow me on the socials. And if and when I can talk about that stuff, that's where I'll be posting. Uh, please do uh, support the right to strike, the Stream Actors Guild uh, strike. Uh, uh, go see movies still. They, they, they want you to do that. Yes, please go, go do see that. Movies, watch shows because mm -hmm. there's a finite amount in the can, as they say. And we want the numbers to be good and strong. So if we get to a point where there's nothing left in the can then they know, oh, right, we have to pay these people to keep creating this content that everybody wants to watch and enjoy. Yeah. Uh, briefly, if I could plug something uh, quickly yes. also, the Entertainment Community Fund is something that uh, uh, is, sag After has their own fund to help uh, striking actors, which is wonderful. The Entertainment Community Fund is also something that I've been talking about on my channel. It exists to help support people in all areas of the arts, um, not just acting, but also writing and people that work uh, below the line. Uh, people that are, you know, part of crews that might be out of work, um, that are in severe financial hardship, uh, and so uh, it's I'm I'm donating a portion of my ad rev for the duration of the strike to the Entertainment Community Fund. Uh, Seth MacFarlane just made a uh, I think a million dollar donation to it uh, today or yesterday. The news came out. So uh, if you're looking for a way to support the strikes in addition to a kind of elevating, um, you know, just getting the word out about it, uh, that's also a way, and you can check them out. Entertainment Community Fund. Please, please do uh, support all those. Uh, keep supporting Bite Size Breakdown. Uh, I've been doing this uh, six episodes in seven weeks. I'm taking a break. So when we will be back, when we'll be back. Thank you all. I appreciate it. For Paige, for Andy, for Dan, for Janine, and Sam. We are out of here. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response, were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul.